Hello and welcome to uh, the first episode of season two of the Shorter Speaks With podcast. I am back for another season of interviews, so I hope everyone is well. I hope everyone had a good Christmas and a new year and everyone is doing well. Uh, and for my first interview of the year 2022, I spoke with Electra Grant. Electra is a children's book uh, writer, illustrator, artist, musician, singer, and I had a chance to speak to her about all of those things. She spoke about uh, when she studied at college, uh, how she studied to become a children's book illustrator, and some of the projects she did. She also spoke to me about uh, some of the music that she and her partner uh, record, and when they recorded a music video. So uh, I had a fun time chatting with her, and I hope people enjoy our conversation as well. So uh, without further ado, here is my interview with Electric Grant. Please enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Shorter Speak Switch. Uh, we're back after a, you know, a hiatus. The first uh, interview I'm doing, first chat I'm having in the, in the new year in 2022, I'm speaking with uh, children's illustrator and author and singer and band member, video editor. Uh, dude, lots of, lots of stuff, Electra. So hello, Electra, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> So it is great to have have you on. So we've uh, you know we we've known each other through mutual acquaintances. Um, mm-hmm. So and when I first heard about all the things that you do, I was thinking, yeah, no, I really want to have you on the podcast to talk about uh, the oh, thing lady. the thing that you thank do. You so so <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, well, first of all, happy New Year. I don't know how because we're recording this in January. I don't know if there's any cutoff point to say happy new year i mean it's... i know i know it's basically <laughs> until next new year isn't it like, <laughs> pretty much i mean I, I don't know if it's like if uh, around mid-january people just stop saying it um i know i but... think it, it just like papers out slowly like... Slow, slowly yeah i don't think it's like any set date but kind of people just stop saying it but um but well, I, I hope you're well, Electra. Um, now, f- first of all, now I don't know if this will set you at ease or if this, you know, some people say that this might make them feel <laughs> uh, more nervous. But if you want to maybe introduce yourself and uh, say some of the things that you do, and then, of course, we will find out in more uh, detail. Um, yeah, sure. So over to you, Electra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um... I'm a lecturer, obviously, and I studied fine art for four years. I did a BA in Crawford in Cork and absolutely loved it there. And I focused like kind of mainly on drawing. I did my final year degree show. I did like these massive, massive charcoal drawings of clothes. And then I got people to wear them and I was videoing them, interviewing them, trying to find kind of like that that person who we see ourselves as, but like who no one else sees to oh. kind of like t- take that out. So that was my final year project. Um, and that's how I kind of got into a bit of video editing as well. And, um, but then I've always like been absolutely passionate about children's book illustration. And I always kind of wanted to do that. So I took a year out, I was kind of researching masters, but I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do a masters or not. <laughs> And then, <laughs> then my boyfriend, he was like, right, you're doing one. You really want to do it. So he like researched these, all these ones. And I like looked um, 
Atham and Goldsmiths in London was like, it just sounded really great. I love the sound of it. So I applied literally really last minute. Like, I don't know, there was, I don't know, two weeks of a deadline to go. And I was just like, okay, I'll just apply. And I got in and I moved to London and that was in 2019. And I, my two tutors, they were amazing. They were Bruce Ingman and Colin McNaughton who were actual like author illustrators themselves. Colin McNaughton, I had loads of his books as a kid. So that was like, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and they were both like, they were both just so helpful. So like, so full of life at being actual artists, working artists. And um, yeah, the masters was amazing. Graduated in September, 2020. Although with the pandemic- yeah, I was going to ask that. <laughs> through in March. Oh. Um, <laughs> how, 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 yeah, how was so, it? I was, I was going to ask you that, but I didn't want to interrupt uh, because you know, 2019. That's you know, it'll go down I history know. as you know the you know the year before the pandemic. Uh, I know exactly. <laughs> so, so you completed then, obviously, since you graduated. Um, but how 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 was it then for anyone? Uh, you know, who wasn't studying then, you know, you did, did you, you completed it then from home then, was it? Yes, it had to be. So everything went online, like the campus completely closed down. I like, when I found out the campus was closing down, I ran to the library and I got out like loads of books. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was like literally half my suitcase was books coming back on the plane. And um, so, yeah, I came home and we were doing it on Zoom, like it was really like such a big change from yeah. like especially like because art is such a you know it's hard to see it over like, Zoom, like online it, over the computer yeah. Zoom things were cutting out people were like you know we didn't know half of what each other was saying and stuff and but it was really like it was really actually it was a challenge but it kind of pushed me I don't know if I would have created the same work that I did if I was in there it probably would have been completely different like one of we had to uh, create two books for our dissertation and uh, one of them was like a no words book so it's it's like purely the pictures tell the story and I actually because I was out at my mum's and she has it's in the middle of the country and she has a polytunnel and it was like blooming because it was like spring coming into summer so I kind of, I was inspired by that and I did all these images of the, the plants as they were growing and kind of like Lovely. the story as, as they were growing. And then the end page is just this like massive blooming, like color everywhere. And she's there in the middle, like, you know, I don't know, doing something with a trowel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, I, I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't been there. So mm. it was really, it was hard, but like the tutors were very encouraging and they were like, you know, I, at one point I was kind of, I was like, I don't know, I'm just completely stuck. I don't know what to do. And Colin was just like, just go out and draw. Don't think about what you're drawing, just go out and enjoy drawing. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then like, it really kind of re-inspired me. So yeah, it was, it was nice. It was, it was good, even though it was, I would have loved Difficult. to have been there, but it, it was still good, you know? Yeah, so there were maybe one or two advantages. As you said, you wouldn't have drawn that if you weren't, if you hadn't been at home. 
exactly yeah but but yeah i think ev- well everyone now knows that you know zoom is not the same as in person especially uh, in college that especially yeah. as you mentioned for illustration that you know showing it over the zoom it's like yeah exactly. can you see it can you see it now can you see it? oh it's too close to it it's, uh, <laughs> but i mean fair, fair fair play to you and everyone and the tutors included for you know continuing persevering because it was a huge change yeah. i imagine um, it really yeah it was, well. it really was. Um, and um and and yeah and that you mentioned at the beginning as well that you've always been passionate about children's books i believe um mm-hmm. and what, yeah. what what is it you know what made you so passionate about children's books in particular what is about children's books that you really really like i don't know i just love like <laughs> in general it's general I mean, yeah <laughs> I, I like I still read them if I go into like I obviously love yeah. reading novels and everything but like yeah. <laughs> if I go into a like a bookshop I will literally go straight to the children's book section I know what you mean <laughs> I just love looking at them like I love the there's so many like there are a lot of generic ones out there which wouldn't be my favorite but I love the kind of the more unusual ones because there's such kind of unusual stories they can be really abstract and I don't think if like people think, oh yeah, they're just for kids, but actually a children's book should really interest adults as well as well as kids, you know? Um, like some of my favorites growing up, because we had like all these ones that were kind of, you know, I don't know where they came from, markets and stuff. They were really old or withdrawn from libraries that have, you know, no longer wanted them. So we had this like massive array of children's books that I could look through as a kid and like. John Burningham, I don't know if you know him, but he's amazing. He's one of my favorite illustrators. And um, he did this uh, brilliant book called Time to Get Out of the Bath, Shirley. And it's basically about a girl, Shirley, and she's in the bath and her mother's trying to get her out. But if you if you read it, like if you just read it quickly, it looks like, oh yeah, she's going on some adventure or whatever. But like, if you really look at it, one page is, what the mother's doing, like picking up a towel. But we see into Shirley's imagination and she like goes down the plug hole and she goes Ooh. into this whole other kind of world. But it's just in her imagination, but it's just amazing. Like, I just love those little details, you know? And um, yeah, I just have always loved them. And I love like the illustrations make the book, but if the story isn't good, like mm. it can be a simple as can be but that's actually even harder to make it like a simple story really really good I don't know like a more modern um illustrator author illustrator is John Classen and he has uh, he does like I want my hat back I don't know if you know that one either um but um it's hilarious and I literally I'd be I'd be reading these and I like stitches laughing just to myself (laughs) and it's just really simple but it's like you know someone stealing a hat and like you know the fish is going after and it gets really like kind of dark it's like oh my god did that fish just get killed what's going <laughs> on here you know <laughs> but it's yeah they're brilliant I just, I just love the um the imagination I, I was going to say that the imagination of them and as you mentioned that sometimes you know telling a simple story well might be more difficult because I imagine that authors and illustrators probably thinking that okay so children are probably our primary audience but if we want to tell it really well you know we don't want to just do you know first thing that comes into our head because I suppose you know probably a mistake people might might make is oh it's just for kids you know they'll 
buy anything. But I suppose, you know, they have to, you know, teach kids, you know, I don't know about using their imagination or teach them to read mm-hmm. or anything. Um, and, and you mentioned that that book uh, is very dark. Is there any, uh, <laughs> I don't know, like rating or anything? Is there anything? Is there any way to know, like, if it's too dark or if it's um, if it's OK? Because I remember the grim fairy tales. They are, by their oh name, very grim. I was it's, traumatized uh, yeah. by them, even though I loved them. They're and, brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, and there were even some of the Pixar movies, like Finding Nemo is uh, yes. like the very <laughs> exactly. first scene. The entire family exactly. is eaten by a shark. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's really interesting. I actually wrote my thesis in my BA on fairy tales and like the origins of oh. fairy tales. And they originally were for adults, not for kids. I, I think I read um, that somewhere. Yeah. That, so it's yeah. like, it's really interesting. And then how it kind of trickles down and they kind of got like sugar coated and like Disney, mm. even though like Disney, obviously, like you said, does have some dark moments. Yeah. But like they, Bambi, do, Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so they're like, it's amazing to think how, yeah, how they did change them from like being purely for adults to like being for adults and kids and and I suppose then there's lots of them who are just for kids now but like definitely if like we were told in the masters to like have your target audience in mind so like you know know who you're writing for but I I don't think I don't think anyone really like is like right I'm gonna write for three-year-olds you know <laughs> you just you have an idea and you're like you know you just go with it and then it's like oh okay I think this will be suitable like I think I'm not sure but I think it was Raymond Briggs who did like the snowman and father mm. Christmas and all of those he said that he was like I don't write for children I just write for myself now that might be someone else that that but <laughs> I think it was him um, yeah. and it's like that's kind of true like you do I suppose maybe you have to be in touch with that child yourself because you have to enjoy it, you know? I suppose you don't have to like, you're not trying to write for a child. You're just trying to entertain yourself, really. That's what I would be doing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, and that, um, I suppose, you know, what, I mean, you, you're obviously, you know, much more than me, but, you know, I, I like things as well, like, you know, for example, Star Wars, which um, yeah, I love is, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, and I know that's traditionally like, that's, uh, I think, was it George Lucas who said that, um, yeah, like, this is primarily like, for, you know, for kids, for children, but then, like, there are parts that I think it's, it's family-friendly, but I think, you yeah. know, probably something in this different is, like, something that's childish and aimed purely at kids and something that's family-friendly, I yeah, don't know, like definitely. something like Star Wars or even Marvel. Uh, well, what are your thoughts about that? You know, like something that's aimed for kids or something that's childish and family friendly. Is that something like with the children's books that as you mentioned can be enjoyed by adults, would you say? If that question uh, makes sense. I think, well, I think, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> if I took it correctly. Or um, you could answer however way you wish. I mean, that was a very long-winded question. So. <laughs> I think that like the best kind of the best books and films that are family friendly are the ones that are you know that aren't they don't set out to be specifically for an audience but Mm. they just happen to be suitable and I think that's I don't know does that answer the question yeah yeah no I think absolutely I think it, it does make kind of sense and then 
Um, but um, but yeah, and then since you said you do illustrations yourself, have you always been you know artistic or uh, creative like as a child, or did you did you see something that really inspired you? Do you remember? Or... Um, I always I loved to draw. I always loved to draw. I always was drawing, and I loved like kind of drawing like actual real life things, like copying, like I don't know, drawing my like my parents mm. I have like a picture on my wall of my parents playing like the my dad playing the tin whistle my mom playing the concertina which I drew when I was like seven I just like really liked I like the the movement I like drawing things as they are rather than kind of from a photograph even though I do do that sometimes because you need research obviously but like I think you even if something doesn't look exactly right if it's not like purely you know really realistic it actually can capture it better if you just get that in the moment feeling you know so yeah I did I always loved drawing I loved um I don't know my mum was very both my parents are quite artistic so yeah. but we would go to visit like a lot of art galleries I suppose so that would probably have you know helped, yeah yeah helped and like there were loads of books there was we were always doing like painting and drawing and things so I suppose I just grew up surrounded by it and yeah that, no, that helped a lot. <laughs> yeah that's, that's fantastic that your parents were so creative themselves and that um you yeah. know they, they, it sounds like they honed your you know your interest in this in the home because now for me now my mom is the one who is artistic she can draw she can paint and all <laughs> Now, what I can do is I can draw, you know, a house with windows, with the sun, with a smiley face, with clouds, and maybe a stick figure or two. And that's probably the only thing that I can draw. So it was in, in art. I enjoying. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I think it's fine to say this now, but when I was in primary school, my mother helped a lot with my artistic classes because I was just so bad at them. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, that sounds that sounds great. That's fantastic. That um, and so then so then obviously you had these interests in drawing and illustration. So was it like a natural fit that you wanted to be like a children's book illustrator and author, or did you discover this later on when you were before college or in college? I think yeah, like I think like as a child, I wanted to be an artist. I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I wanted like draw or whatever. <laughs> Um, and then I suppose as I got older, I was like, yeah, I'll study fine art. That's the most general kind of it encompasses everything. And I can kind of decide as I go along. Um, and then I did like life drawing classes in college. Loved them. Definitely drawing was my favorite. I did a bit of installation, but like it was always drawing was the main thing that I loved. And I kind of had wanted to study illustration beforehand, but there weren't really like, there wasn't a BA in illustration that I could find. Mm. So fine art was kind of like the, the next step, I suppose. And then, and then because illustration is maybe more of a, you know, like a specific area, that's why the masters came, like came in because it was only one year. So it was very, you know, there was a lot happening in it. So yeah, I suppose maybe like, halfway through my BA I decided I, I'd like to do that mm -hmm. but it wasn't it was kind of always there I always knew but I just I suppose I had to kind of find what my favorite kind of hearts of yeah. art were. 
No, that, that's fantastic that you were in college and then, because you knew in general, it sounded like you knew in general, you like drawing, you like art, you're very good at it. Yeah. And then you discovered, yeah, so this is kind of what I want to focus on um, yeah. you know, with the masters, which, uh, which, which, you know, sounds great. So now you have this as well. Uh, and, and how long have you been doing now the illustration for the children's books? Um, well, so I only um, finished my master's in September well, 20, 2020. 2020. So, yeah. <laughs> and then the next year is like almost like a wipeout. <laughs> um, <laughs> as we like I was obviously I was still, you know, I was kind of working on stuff, but I I was just kind of like trying to think what's next what do I do yeah I'm kind of like I I'm gonna try and get an agent and like you know try and then hopefully be talking to publishers and stuff and you know be like a working illustrator so I could illustrate for other people's books but I also would be like really happy I've loads of ideas to like (laughs) write my own as well (laughs) I'd I'd be kind of happy to do anything once I was doing once I was working in that world you know I'd be happy Um, well here's here's hoping because you're (laughs) you're clearly very passionate about it and uh you know so so here here is uh hoping that you will get to do it and actually just meant to ask you as well because yeah we've been or we are still living through a pandemic at the time recording um, how did you find, did you find that you were maybe able to be more creative, you know, at home during the pandemic or maybe, I don't know, did the pandemic uh, affect it? Because uh, some, you know, creative people, like I listened to other podcasts with uh, filmmakers, mm-hmm. with actors, with authors, some said that they were really busy during the pandemic, that they were living at home and they were really inspired. Other people, others said that, no, they couldn't do anything either because they were so worried with the pandemic or mm-hmm. anything as well. So if you don't mind me asking, where do you stand with this? You know, do you think, because uh, I know your partner is creative as well. Well, I mean, how did you find the pandemic? I went up and down, like, I think, you know, so I moved to Dublin in the middle of the pandemic, actually. Oh, wow. So I, <laughs> <laughs> um, me, me and my partner moved to Dublin. So we were like, so at the beginning, I came back and I was staying at my mum's, which was out in the country. And then, so that was like really creative time because it was like, mm. I just go out of, for walks and like draw and stuff like that. And then, then we moved up to Dublin and it was kind of like, you know, taken over by the whole thing of moving. And mm. then I feel like I kind of hit a bit of a slump because it was like, you know, I was just like, oh, I'm just uninspired, you know? Um, and then like summer came and um, my boyfriend, Rob, he is, he has a band and I sing in the band. Um, and he brought out a single, Face in the Mirror, and he wanted to make a music video for it. So um, we were, we were like talking about you know the different different ideas for the music video and he had this like brilliant idea of just he knew this amazing kind of um uh like on the spot dancer like she comes up just with you know her choreography literally as she goes and uh Aru Krishnaswarmi is her name and um so he asked her, would she just dance to the music in different places all around Dublin? And we would film it, but wearing a papier-mâché head of Rob. Oh. <laughs> so, um, 
So I made the head. So this is like um, the first time I've ever made a papier-mâché head, but I was like looking up YouTube videos and I was like, I was like, how hard could it be? And then I was like, oh, God. <laughs> but, um, but no, it turned out really well. And it's kind of like massive, like um, almost like the Frank head kind of. And I was going to say that. Yes, it reminds me of yeah, uh, Frank. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of like that. And it has like, you know, Rob is very like he has like this kind of beard and like he always wears these big sunglasses. Well, not big sunglasses, normal sunglasses. <laughs> um, but like on the thing, they're massive. So she had to wear this head and she was dancing. Um, and we just did it like, you know, we did it on like O'Connell Bridge, just uh, like near there and, you know, in Stevens Green Park. And then we just cut them all together. So we had the music blasting and she was like dancing. It was amazing. Little kids were coming up to her afterwards being like, you're such an amazing dancer. Like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was really, really cool and really fun. And then I edited that video afterwards. And so that was like a really, you know, really creative time during the summer and stuff. That was amazing. I really enjoyed doing that. Um, but my that own kind of took like a bit of a back step mm. then because I just was kind of like, I don't know, I was feeling a bit unmotivated and everything. But that was like amazing because that was like, you know, just so great fun. It was something I hadn't really done before. So yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I mean, you were still being creative, you know, you weren't yeah. like doing nothing which, exactly. which, which is fine it's what we were supposed to do the last two years <laughs> <So> <laughs> say that for myself you know we were supposed to stay home and watch netflix but or yes, exactly. or we can do what you and rob did is just release a single and, and, a, and a create you know edit a video with a paper mache head which and go around <laughs> dublin which was great um how, first of all what is uh does, does your band have uh, any name or is it simply rob's name it's it's Robert Power. The band's also called RP, like his initials, but it could okay. stand for anything. You yeah. know, like <laughs> real people. He fits it into everything. So like, um, but yeah, Robert Power is um is it's basically under Robert Power slash RP. Um but yeah, no, and it's he's on Spotify. The single wow. is on Spotify and the video is up on YouTube. And uh, he has his website, robertpower.com, so you can look that up. Yeah, um, so, sounds like I'll just ch chat to Robert for the next Yeah, podcast. yeah, definitely. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sure, sure he does. Um, and how, uh, so is this the first single that he's released, or has he released other singles? Uh, so he released an album before. Oh, um, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a re amazing album. But this was more um, with a full band. So the previous album was more like just him and, you know, kind of like layering loads of different sounds on top. It was like really, really cool. This was more like this was actually a live single. So recorded live. So everything it was like the band we're playing. We were recording out in Gertine Castle um, mm. in Kilsheelan. Uh, the, the artist Gottfried Heldenbein lives there. Um, and he was like, wow. really kind of let us, yeah, he let us like have <laughs> a performance out there. And he, he also, him and his wife uh, were so like, they were so kind and they said we could record out there as well. So that was, um, that was also during the summer. That was like a really, really cool experience. Um, 
but yeah cool. no so yeah so he did have the album out and then this is his kind of latest yeah latest single <laughs> cool. and Ryska, what's the name of the single uh face in the mirror face in the mirror okay we'll have to check it out and it's on youtube as well and you edited yeah. the video so uh yeah. No, I, I edited the one, the dancing one. There is another video of actual band performing. I did not edit that one. <laughs> <laughs> you only edited a, a video, so you edited the... Uh, and how, yeah. how, well, have you done any video editing beforehand or were you doing like what I did for the podcast? I mean, pretty much still, but before, just learning as you go. <laughs> a little bit of that. I had done it just in my final year in Crawford. Um, right. Literally, that was like just learning as I went and very, very simple stuff where everything is kind of like, mm. you know, one after the other. No, like loads of different angles or anything. Um so yeah, no, it was very, very much kind of, I had the previous knowledge, but then I hadn't done it for a while. So I was like, oh, I have to remember all of this. But yeah, I think once you get into the, yeah. you know, into the zone, you're kind of like, you know what you're doing. But I did Google a lot of things. <laughs> oh, I, I know the fear. Sometimes I find that uh, that might be the best way that, you know, you don't have it all yeah. planned out, but you're just trying different things. Saying, exactly. oh, this worked. Yeah. This this sounds good. Okay, this doesn't <laughs> sound so good. And okay, let's go back. But just kind of learning as yeah. as you go. And how how long did it take you to to edit the video? Um, not yeah, too but... long. I think like a few days or something. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I can't actually remember. <laughs> um, I think I kind of sat down and did like like just like hours after hours of just like you know where your eyes are like massive from staring at the screen um because I kind of feel like once I get into the zone then I'm like I have to finish this now um but yeah I think it, overall a few days it took something like that maybe a week at most but yeah okay, and, and then shooting the video then uh you were involved with that as well take it right did well, you go with the actress or the dancer. That was very much a point and shoot. That was just like we just me and Rob set up the camera and we were like, you know, are we both happy with where it's where it's situated? And then it was just a straight like there were it wasn't like moving it around or anything like that. <laughs> okay. And how did you plan? I mean, I've I've never you know done a music video or anything myself, so I'm just curious about the creation of it. You know, did how you planned it with the different locations? Was there a story involved, or was it? Did you just go? Um, um no this, these are nice places you know let's go here and then put them together <laughs> that was, or... <laughs> that was basically it we and Rob were thinking of like different places that would look really nice and you know would also be like this is Dublin but like you know would would be aesthetically pleasing so Rob right. kind of made a look and then and then as we went out that day we were like oh let's add this place on as well <laughs> so we just kind of we walked all around the city filming different places and then at the end we went out to uh, Sandy Mount and stood on the beach there oh well. lovely <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no there's lo loads of beautiful places yeah and uh, yeah. and do you do any singing yourself or dancing because we, we've established you're an illustrator you're a writer <laughs> you're, uh, you're a video editor yeah. <laughs> no professional dancing I do love to dance but like on my own <laughs> but um I do I sing with Rob so I do like backing vocals and like harmonies and stuff like that with him um it, like and the band that would be but I, I'm not like a, <laughs> a, a main well I mean I, I do sing with him yeah I sing with him. <laughs> yeah, I, th I, I, th I think that's uh, the Irish modesty 
coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. But you know when people say, "Oh, I do this. I'm not really, you know, that great at it. I don't. I do." It. And then they're amazing. Yes. <laughs> and I'm sure you and Rob are as as well. Well, his songs. His songs are beautiful. So, like, yeah, they're all. Yeah. It's all oh, going well. on. Well, I definitely have to check out uh, the video and his album, and I'll be happy to put links on the description as well that people can yes. check out as well. Definitely. And um, and yeah, and is there? Uh, I don't know if you're able to say if you're are you working on anything else, any other either illustrations or singing or any other creative thing that are you able to talk or mention anything or? Yeah. Um, well, at the moment, I'm working on. A, it's actually for a competition for the there is the association of illustrators in london and they're having this world world illustration award something like that and um, competition which the deadline is the 17th of february and it's like so i'm doing kind of like i'm entering that at okay. the moment and um, and it's going to be well i won't say what it is but like it's going to be <laughs> quite, uh, <laughs> I, i'll just say i'm doing a lot of studies of cabbages and at the moment so very <laughs> irish involved. <laughs> uh, so yeah that's that's what i'm working at the moment i'm i'm hoping to possibly go to the bologna children's book fair in march um, nice uh yeah because we were meant to do that as part of the ma and then it was cancelled when it went online but like it's the first year it's back officially mm. so hopefully i'll get to that and yeah that's kind hopefully. of what I'm working towards at the moment. <laughs> nice. So you still have different plans. It sounds like uh, you have some really nice plans, and that yeah. you still be <laughs> working away. You, you and Rob. Well, I hope to talk to to Rob maybe uh, for yeah, for a future yeah. chat, future episode. Yeah. Um. And is there is there anything else that you would like to mention or you would like to talk about that I haven't uh, asked or we haven't <laughs> gone through? <laughs> nothing no nothing comes to mind i think that yeah that covers everything really That's, yeah yeah so well look best of luck if there are any agents listening or anybody who knows about any agents or publishers uh you can feel free to get in touch um well is there any is anywhere online that people can find either about yourself or rob uh, um yeah so well my my website is uh electrogram.com um just so just my name and then i have like an instagram it's also just electrogram so you can oh, just look me up yeah. there and i have like <laughs> most of my work is up either on the website or on instagram and um yeah and rob is just robertpower.com and he has all his kind of info up there and also he has his instagram which is robert power artist so yeah that's that's kind of where everything is and like my email address is up there so if anyone wants to give me an email <laughs> or send yes. me a message on instagram <laughs> that'll be i'd be delighted <laughs> yeah but so yeah. If, uh, again any publishers or agents listening <laughs> send an email to you and uh and and yeah hopefully well look the very best of luck with uh Aww, illustrations and uh children's books and with the band as well you know at, at least you have different interests that, uh, <laughs> that you're good at as well and uh and yeah i hope to meet you guys in person again soon because it's yeah been, definitely it's We'd been a while that. it has been a while but yeah no I, i'm looking forward to it the next time so yeah well thank you so much electra it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you again Aww, <laughs> and for thank people. You so much for me. It's been no worries uh thank you so much
So that was my interview with Electra Grant. A huge, huge thank you to Electra for speaking to me. I had a really great time. And uh, I hope people also enjoyed listening to her speak as well. I'm sure people did. But uh, if you are interested in finding out more about Electra's work, you can find out at www.electragrant.com. There you can see some of her illustrations. And uh, if you are a publisher or an agent or you just want to say hi to her, you can also send her an email or check her out on Instagram or send her a message there. And you can also check out her partners, Rob Music at robertpower.com as well. So uh, thank you again for listening. And we'll be back very soon. So uh, take care, everyone. Goodbye.